Welcome to the neighbors don't need to know. They might not need to know, but you totally do. So let's meet the family members and find out this week's spooky topic. Ooh. Ooh. Campfire. Oh, very nice. Very, very nice. I'm Lindsay, the mom, sister, and artsy chick riddled with anxiety and self-doubt. I'm Anthony, wildly unprepared because I didn't open my notepad document. <laughs> I'm Jordan, your resident dad, brother, uncle, and addict, and volleyball husband, and many other things that aren't listed here because there's so many things that I am. <laughs> I am more are... than my intro. <laughs> I know, you know I forgot about the volleyball the husband. <laughs> yeah. I'm Kelsey. I have one kid, one dog, two cats, 70 plants, and a ton of issues. I'm Riley, and I cover up crippling insecurities, an inferiority complex, dreadful anxiety, and being a borderline with a false ego, a horrible sense of humor, and just generally being the best at everything. And a big bottle of lubricant. Including my sexy, sexy voice. It's just because more of Connor's friends listen to the, the podcast than anyone else's. So he This week, our topic uh, to discuss is Spooky Tales Storytime, because this episode launches on Halloween. Anyone who watches live, or it dropped on Halloween for everyone uh, listening in the future. Yeah. I think we're the only people listening to this live. For that for that time when uh, in the future, when we get a whole bunch of followers, and then all of a sudden they go back and start listening from episode one. Also, I'm very sorry if you're doing that. Yeah, this is our Halloween episode. Halloween episode one. Next year, expect another one. Except not on Halloween, probably. It'll still be Halloween themed and around the. Yeah, Halloween we'll time. still have a Halloween themed episode. It'll be. Well, for that's what next I'm saying. Year. My birthday will be in four days from the time that this episode is aired. Everybody, say happy birthday to Kelsey early. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to Kelsey early. early. Thank you. Okay, listen. Who wants to tell our first spooky tale? That was a spooky story. Okay, I'll go first. First spooky story. So my fiance and I, we had just recently moved into a new home and totally knocked her up. Shortly <laughs> after we found out that she was with child, we were laying in bed and we always watch like a movie or a show before we go to sleep. And uh, she had fallen asleep. So I was like, well, I guess it's time to go to bed. So I shut off the TV and turned on the fan that we have next to our bed. It's just kind of like a little routine deal. I roll over in bed and she's gone. No. um, And <laughs> just as I rolled over and put my head on the pillow, I hear, I think she's pregnant. I know. Okay. It's a boy. Oh. <gasps> I remember you telling us about that. Oh. It happened really fast. Like, even me saying it, like, that's not as fast as it happened. Like, it was oh, wow. legit, like, I think she's pregnant. I know. Okay, it's a boy. And, like, like they were, it was two different voices, and they were, like, talking, like, almost over each other. And I just whip around, and I turn the lamp on, and there's, like, nothing there. And I didn't know, like, if my eyes were, like, playing tricks on me or whatever, but I could have swore I saw, like, a, a shadow move but that's all Wow. whatever. But yeah, turned out that it was a boy. And yeah, it was super crazy. Did you guys have any uh, ideas on who it could have been? No idea. Um, I don't know, because I believe that was shortly before her brother had passed away. 
but yeah, it didn't sound like voices that I uh, I knew or recognized or anything like that. And we've had a couple little things happen in this house, but nothing too real major or scary. I always just chalk it up to Terry, who supposedly was the guy that passed away here. The moral of the story is uh, if you have sex before marriage, you will get pregnant and then you will be visited by God. You will be haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. not only like you have premarital sex, you get knocked up and you get haunted. And what if you had wanted it to be a surprise? Now it was ruined. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. God came because you sinned. God came because I came. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one of my many stories I'll be sharing tonight. I think uh, we passed the story baton. <laughs> it's a, it's actually a stuffed bear. Well, let's pass the story stuffy. Story stuffy. Who gets the story stuffy? Ooh, it's going to be like a wedding where you guys stand in a group behind <laughs> me and I throw the bear over my shoulder and whoever catches it tells the story next. And the bear is Craig. Okay. I wish there was some way I could throw something, but (laughs) there's not. So really hype this up. Somebody go. (laughs) So my first one is a really quick one. It's a revisiting of my friend uh, Angie from my story from last week. She sadly passed away when I was 19. And shortly after she died, I was living with my parents at the time. And my room was in the basement of the house. And the basement was not furnished. I was staying in a corner of the basement and I had kind of like curtained it off. And in order to get the light turned on in my room, you had to go down the scary, creepy wooden stairs and turn the corner, go into the curtains and then turn on one of the lights. So it was nighttime. I was getting ready to go to bed. I walked down and I'm standing on the light landing, kind of getting my bearings to go down into the depths of the darkness. And while I was standing there, a hand pressed against my cheek, like it was cradling me, like it was a comforting gesture. Their their palm was against my cheek. And I heard in my opposite ear, I'm okay now. After I just about pissed my pants and then beat feet down those goddamn stairs and into my room and turned on my light, I realized that it was Angie's voice. And that was the first of, of many times that she did little subtle things to let me know that she was okay now. That's awesome. But that was first time and oh, Ooh, it was scary. Make you shit your pants. It really, really did. But there wasn't a bathroom in the basement, so kind of just had to hold it because I wasn't gonna about to go back up those stairs anytime soon. No. Yeah. But that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scary, but awesome. Like, hey, girl, yeah. next time give me a heads up. Like, <laughs> yeah, flip her like, a light first or something. So please I'm not... don't do it. Please don't do it yeah. on the stairs in the dark. You could. Yeah, wait for me, me to be fallen down. Yeah, wait for me to be seated at least, so I don't. <laughs> I would have heard your ghostly laughter because. She totally would have laughed at me if I'd fallen down the stairs. But then she would have had one of those like scary ghost laughs and not oh. her laugh. She would have been like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Hey, guys, we just got a comment on our Instagram page just now. So I'm going to give a shout out. Trichlementia. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. They said, great work so far. Really enjoying your guys' work. Oh, thanks, Trichlementia. I oh, hope yeah, I'm saying cool. your name right. I'm not even looking at it. So Yeah, I yeah. don't even know how it's spelled. Tri- uh, I vaguely exist on Instagram, so I don't. I know who it is. Uh-oh. That's They're going to stay anonymous. You're going to put them on blast? 
No? No. Okay. <laughs> no, but I hope that shout-out stays in so that... Uh, Trichlementia, can... join us on our Discord server. That uh, will def- definitely be official by the time we launch this episode. By the end of this episode, you guys will know all about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to put it on blast. We're going to hype it up. A link to the Discord server will be on our website, uh, tndntk.com, under contact information. tndntk.com, under contact information. Because you'll be able to contact us there. tndntk.com. Okay, now we can get back to the actual podcasting. When I was a young warthog. When he was a young warthog. Thank you. Sorry, I was playing the backup. I was in lots of choir things, and Mom, being the kindly saint that she is, was always patient with me and took me to the things. <sighs> and uh, one of them, it went on late into the evening. It was a choir event that was at a small town that wasn't the small town that we were currently living in. Yeah. And it went on into the evening. And like a kind saint that she is... Mom stayed through the whole thing. But afterwards, we were both very tired and we were driving home and it was on a very straight road and, you know, street hypnosis. It was out in the country and it was pitch black outside. Yeah, you could not see past the headlights. If there was something outside of the headlights and you were going to hit it, you were going to hit it. And we're driving along and suddenly we see from one side of the road on the right all the way running to the left way faster than anybody could just a pair of legs like even in the beams of the headlights there was nothing above the legs and they were super long you guys see walkers I like don't know. from san diego or what so what happened like right after it happened we both kind of got really quiet and then we i, I looked over at connor and I, he looked over at riley and he looked over at me and i said did you just see that and he said yeah that um i think i did and we described it to each other it was the same thing it was basically like almost slenderman proportions of legs like they were you guys did see walkers super long and i do remember vaguely night stalkers seeing long arms too but it went by in such a blur that all the that was caught in the headlights were the legs and they were just it it was it was fucking scary as shit it was so scary i was legit i thought that i was going crazy so when mom was like did you see that there was so much relief yeah i didn't want to live with that alone still no idea what it was absolutely no idea but jordan you said that they were fresno nightcrawlers is that what you're talking about yes the fresno night it was it was kind of like that the long it was just long thin appendages they're the midwest night Mullers. And I didn't see anything on the other side of the road. Like it just passed in front of us to the point where I, I it was almost close enough that I needed to put on my brakes, but it wasn't quite that. Cl- I don't know. I didn't put on. My, I don't remember hitting my brakes or anything no i don't remember you hitting your brakes either so that, like I, I thought about it while i was telling the story and that's what i was uh, why i was trying to like why i was kind of taking too long was because i was trying to remember if you hit the brakes or not and i don't think that you did i don't think so it was just, pump your brakes no i wanted to smash into that thing yeah <laughs> take them out legs first like a move then we could have kept it in the basement and it would have been a nice pet <laughs> yeah still no idea what that was that's crazy so that was like a story for both of you so you both get to sit out an extra story Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> mine is much less exciting than 
most of the other people here, I don't, I haven't heard everybody's stories yet. We're like halfway through, but O'Reilly and I growing up had a friend named Devin. He lived down the street from our grandparents' house. And so we were able to maintain contact with him even after we moved a bunch of times. And his house was fucking creepy. It was big. So uh, he had uh, a nice bedroom and his bedroom had access to the stairs that went upstairs. And so one night we were staying the night at his house. Uh, and we heard footsteps upstairs, even though no one should have been up there. And this, I mean, this was a, a relatively regular occurrence. He told us early on that it happened all the time. And then as we, you know, were over all the time, it proved to be a more common experience. But I do know, uh, I, I remember going up and investigating a couple of times. And even upstairs, the loose floorboards that you walked down, you could hear where the footsteps would have been. And we heard the footsteps up there with us while we were up there a couple of times, but we never saw anything. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. that is, I can vouch for that. That's very true. I can vouch for that as well, as I was friends with Robert, Devin's brother. Is that what you call them? Did we did we do the name no, we thing or did, did we decide not to do it? Okay, I just, <laughs> I just named the shit out of them. Um, but yeah, uh, I would stay the night rarely over there sometimes. And his bedroom was upstairs at the other end of the hallway. And there was times where we would be in there playing video games. And you would hear like somebody like walking down the hallway angrily. Yeah. Like not a run, but like a very like boom, 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 boom. And then... Like a brisk. Yeah. And then it would like slam like we weren't like, i don't think it was ever like the door or a door but you would just hear like a big boom sound and then it would stop or sometimes it would like then get real quiet it was like slow and softening its footsteps closed captioning anthony nods yeah. <laughs> that sounds creepy guys that wasn't even a story i was planning on telling so thank you a little backstory the house that we lived in when uh the boys were little little babies was my grandmother's house before she passed away when i was I have a story about that house. i know so this is <laughs> this house is going to be a big one when i was young my my grandfather had passed away before i was born he was actually buried i think it was 4 years before i was born he was buried on the day oh, you were going to say in the no house. he was buried <laughs> oh! He explains a lot. The day that he was buried, I was born four years later. So I never I never knew him, but I spent a lot of time with my grandma in that house. And when I was very little, I would go out on her front porch and play. And one day I came in and I said, Grandma, tell that man to stop smiling at me. And she was like, who? <laughs> so I told her that there was this man on the front porch who was just standing there in the corner and he wouldn't stop smiling at me. She beat feet out onto the porch, did not see anybody out there. It was an enclosed front porch. So you had a door to go out, to go outside. And she said, what, there's nobody here. And I said, that man right there. And I pointed at him and I said, tell him to stop smiling at me. And so we went back into the house and she was trying to get me to describe him. And instead, I looked over at the picture of her and my grandpa that was on the wall. And I said, that guy, he's out on the porch and he won't stop smiling at me. I was pissed about it. I don't know why his smile pissed me off so much. I hate it when people smile at me. No kidding. I just, uh, it just made me mad. So I saw my grandpa there when I was young. So fast forward to when the boys were very little and Riley was still in a crib and Anthony was on a toddler bed and they shared a room 
And I would go in there and hang out with them every night until they went to sleep. I'd sing them songs and read them stories and all that fun stuff that moms do. There were nights when, Anthony especially, Riley wasn't as into it as Anthony was. I think that was because he was in a crib, so he didn't have as good of visuals. But Anthony would sit on his bed and look in the same corner of the room where there was nothing on the wall, and he would just start cackling. Like, start laughing, this joyous, cackling laugh. So he would just, like, he would just sit up in bed and, like, laugh in this corner. And I didn't know what to do. I asked him what he was laughing at, but he wouldn't answer me because he didn't talk a whole lot yet. Uh, He was too young. Boy, did that change. So my next, (laughs) yeah, my next idea was to turn to the corner and I said, I understand that you're making him happy and you're having some fun right now. But it's bedtime and he needs sleep. Can you knock it off? And then you stopped laughing. So then I started doing that more often when, and you thought it was funny when I yelled at the corner. That was his plot all along. Yeah. He was mastermind making you look crazy. <laughs> look how dumb she is. She's yelling at the corner. This fucking idiot. God. Hey, Riley, look at this bitch. Yeah, yeah you, you both would look in this corner uh, a lot, whether it was at bedtime or not. And, uh, it, it might have been Grandpa. Question. Is that the L-shaped room upstairs? Yes. Okay. It was also uh, formerly Maggie's room. Confirmed? Yeah. Yes. So, okay, that was... I don't know. It could have been Grandpa. It could have been Grandma. could have been Maggie. could have been all three. That's a good segue into one of my stories about that house. There you go. <sighs> Our parents got a divorce. It was so bad. <laughs> but it was so necessary. <laughs> <laughs> For a time, my mom moved back into that house. <laughs> And I lived with her. And at first I was like, oh, I'll pick this room, which is the room that you guys are talking about, L-shaped room. It's a it's a cool little room. It's different. Yeah, except the fact that it's haunted. Yeah, it's haunted AF. And so I had like my TV set up in that little L area, like a back up against the window. Yeah. And I had my TV like up against the wall and then there was like the window and then my sofa and then bedroom and then bed. <laughs> I was just motioning with my hands. You couldn't see. I was in there for like maybe a week and over by my TV. So my bed was over on the other, like the top of an L. Imagine a, a large L, an uppercase L. My bed was up at the top of that and the TV was down at the bottom foot, the toes of the of the bottom foot of the L and I would always hear stuff like moving around over there and the TV would turn on or just randomly turn off on its own as well. That was a very spooky thing. And so then one night I was asleep and I hear very distinctly like uh, pencils or crayons or something moving around on like a surface and then I like got up and I looked down there and I didn't see anything, but I kept hearing it. And I was like, knock it off. And then it stopped and I moved to the other room because <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore. I Yeah, it wasn't anything mega spooky, but it was annoying. It just happened all the time. That's where Anthony's bed was, where your TV was. Yeah? Yeah, so, that's crazy. Yep, confirmed. Yeah. Um, that was the bedroom of our cousin Maggie, who passed away far too soon. Yeah, when yeah. she was 13. Since I'm still talking about that house, can I go into another story? Yes. Yeah. I'll allow it. In the time that I was there with my mother. <laughs> 
the back door was the door that you used because the front door was on a very busy street. Yeah, and on a vertical hill. Yes. Yeah. So you parked in the back and uh, more of a wall yeah. than a hill. <laughs> there was uh, one of the first nights that we were there, we were like, oh, we'll order pizza. We'll sit in the living room. We'll watch some TV. We'll, you know, have like a dinner for being in the house. And our moms are very kind of kind of kooky lady. And uh, we're sitting there having pizza and it wasn't even so much that you heard like the back door close, but you heard something back there. And then you hear just a very loud, hello. We were like, hello. We thought maybe it was, oh God, what was his name? The landlord, the Dooley's. Yeah. Tom. Tom? His name was Dooley? His name was Tom Dooley. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like the bad guy in a children's like prank tv right he was very nice he was a, such a sweet he man was, you want to talk about a saint this man made your mom look like a sinner and we both were just like hello and we didn't hear anything so then i got up and i went back there and there was nothing there and then uh we we're just kind of sitting around and my mom was like i bet that was my mother <laughs> and started crying and we were like yeah probably you know because that's just how she is she cried. yeah <laughs> and uh but that was something that happened a lot. Hmm. Was I would be upstairs uh, doing things because I was a winner at that time <laughs> in my life. I did nothing but read the Bible and <laughs> pray, uh, volunteer to help yeah. children and animals. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'd be upstairs goofing around, and you would always hear, and it was always like not the same time of day, but it was definitely always like the same voice and it was always just hello and like a very like kind of deep man voice like deep old man not old man but deep raspy voice like hello so here's my theory on that because uh grandpa was actually a chef on the railroad and he worked a lot where he was gone for a lot of of time and then he would come home for like a week and then he would be gone for a while so i wonder if that was him coming back from a work trip announcing his presence that's a solid theory like hey where's everybody at yeah guess who's back in town yeah the boys are back in town your grandpa's back in town he passed away when all the kids were like in high school his kids yeah his kids just so we're clear our mother and aunts, my mommies and aunties and uncles, and uncles. yeah what single aunt multiple uncles and grandma was an elementary school teacher that we know of yeah i wonder if that was him coming home from work yeah it was very strange the uh worst is when you <laughs> are not mentally on this plane <laughs> anymore <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear <laughs> a voice just booming hello <laughs> like oh it is good. or the police yeah or the police yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. behind the stairs man <laughs> That house also had, instead of a basement, it was just a oh, dirt yeah. room. And, uh, oh, the, that basement. Yeah, the pipes would freeze in the winter, and we'd have to go down and, like, put a space heater down there. And Yeah. Oh, I, that, I did not like being in that area of the house oh, at all. That that whole area, even in the kitchen, yeah. like, yeah. above, you know, where that trap door was, yeah. that whole area of the house just had a icky vibe i mean the house Ooh. was really tiny it was a really good house if you were a serial killer you know what that's a really apt description yeah i imagine that that's probably what <laughs> i was at al bundy <laughs> 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 tool time <laughs> oh the 
the guy that no. dressed like a clown. Yeah, Ted Bundy. What was his name? Ted Bundy. And Al Bundy What's is married with kill- children. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Ted Bundy. <laughs> married with children. <laughs> Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I do have to give that house props. It had the best usable space. Every room was was uh, there. It was very. I don't know. Even though it was haunted as fuck, I have to say that that is uh, the place that I have lived where I felt the safest. And that's saying something because when I lived there, I was not in a good relationship. You were not. And I was not in a good headspace. It was probably the worst time of my life and also the best because I had my babies. But... The worst time of my life. Yeah, some of the worst things in my life happened in that house. Uh, but also, it was it, I still felt safe and protected there. Because of the peeps that was in it that you couldn't see. Yeah, I liked the people that I couldn't see and my babies. The people that I could see didn't like them at all. Another question about that house. Do you remember? I was over there one time and there was like a tornado warning yes. or something where the sirens yep. went off. And I got under the yep. table in the living room. <laughs> And I definitely pissed myself. You did, definitely. I may have also shit myself. I don't know if you shit yourself, but you definitely pissed your pants. There was a time in that house, whether it was when you were there or when it was me and the voice, but uh, I definitely shit myself in that house, too. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I remember being under that table and just, like, freaking out about a tornado, and I totally pissed myself. I think they were just testing the sirens, because I remember going outside, and there was No, like, it wasn't just a test. I remember there was a thing on TV and everything about it. Don't even give me that. Clear. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, well, the skies were clear. I don't care. I still pissed myself <laughs> under a you table. What's really funny, when Grandma lived there, she lived... She would get under tables and piss <laughs> no. herself? No! Um, she, she passed away <laughs> when I was 16. So I had a good amount of time with her there in that house. Anytime a tornado warning went off, she beat feet out the front door and stood in the front yard like a good fucking Midwesterner and looked up and down the street to see if she could see anything. Not me. (laughs) I get under tables and piss myself because the piss (laughs) will protect me. So, Kelsey, you've been awful silent over there on the spooky story front. I actually remembered uh, one. So, when I was a young... Warthog. Warthog. Yeah, when I was a young warthog. When he was a young warthog. Yes. I had three imaginary friends. Jacques, who I believe was from Italy. Helen, I don't know where she was from. Um... And then Jennifer Doctor, who was from New York. But you didn't say it right. That wasn't her name. You never said Jennifer okay. Doctor. You have to Jennifer say it Doctor. right. Is, I don't... Is with a New York accent. I'm not going to pick Jennifer up our, our millions of fans in New York and desecrate their accent. You were just this little girl and you would be like, Mom, my friend is here. You know, the one Jennifer Doctor. <laughs> There. Now, now we've lost our New York audience, afterwards, like, so I hope you're happy. Well, you lost our French and Italian audience by saying Jacques from Italy. Yeah, so. I was Jacques a child. I also thought that I was the reincarnated princess from Atlantis, so I'm not credible. I'm not credible. I thought that dragonflies <laughs> shot teeny tiny balls Go of fire. Go on with the story, Kelsey. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I don't remember any of this at all, but this is all shit I've been told. 
and laugh about. So at dinner, like back when we were dignified people, we would sit at the dinner table and whenever my friends would come around, I would look up and behind my dad and I'd mouth to them and be like, no, I can't. No. Yeah. Maybe later. I'm eating dinner. And my dad would get freaked out by it. And he'd be like, just stop, stop, stop. And there was also a point in time where I was going to go outside. And to go outside at this house, you had to go down a few steps. And there was a landing. And then the landing went left out the door to the right, more stairs down the basement. And that was the landing where Angie met me. Oh. Well, and apparently I, uh, my, my friend Jacques from Italy, sorry, France and Italy, went... <laughs> went and pushed me down the stairs. Yeah, he did. So I don't remember. I don't know what, I, nobody's ever really told me what I said about that. I do remember that. While you were still crumpled up in a ball, I was like, did you trip over something? And you said, no, Jacques pushed me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you throwing the biggest fit. But yeah, so I was a creepy kid with three imaginary friends and I would apparently actually talk, which is what Lindsay kind of alluded to whenever they came around, I would talk with their accents or whatever right yes the italian jennifer doctor there was a time <laughs> that i became so fascinated with it i actually kept a little notebook oh and i would quiz you on them i really wish i still had this notebook me too that'd be fascinating i was fascinated by the details that you would say which i don't really remember anymore but these were very real people to you and every one of them was very different and distinct and you you had uh, different accents when you spoke to them. And this was like, you were little enough that I have no idea how you came up with these accents unless you heard them from them. So I was, I was in the process of proving that they were ghosts because there was no other explanation for it. <laughs> Did I make this memory up of finding at the cemetery that grandma and grandpa were buried in? We found a headstone somewhat close to them. That was Jennifer oh. Doctor. J E N N I F F A D A C T A. No, it was no, Helen. It um, was Helen. I, I remember that. It was like when I was. Yeah, like, we found a. Um, um, probably, I don't know, nine, eight or nine, I want to say. I don't remember. But it was Helen because, yeah, she had curly hair. And I remember Helen had curly And her name was Helen. I don't remember the last name, though. Elsie! What? Do you remember 12th Street and Pills? I sure do, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but first, do you remember all of your imaginary friends that were named Tommy? Yeah, they were all named Tommy. I made them up because I was jealous that Kelsey had all these cool imaginary friends, and I wanted imaginary friends, and they were all named Tommy. And every time Kelsey would be like, oh, me and my imaginary friend did that, I was like, yeah, well, fucking Tommy and I, we did some cool shit, too. Nope, it was just me all by myself. So, pills. Pills. So... We had moved one block. <laughs> we moved uh, houses. The house stayed. We moved <laughs> to a different house that was in another place. How many ways can you say the same thing? <laughs> Anyways. We moved from 13th to 12th Street. Yes. And Kelsey needed her own room because she was a big girl now. Yeah. <laughs> And my parents had the other bedroom because it was a two-bedroom house, yep. and there were a few of us kids there. I would often sleep on the sofa because sleeping on the sofa was at least a lot like sleeping, you know, in a house instead of sleeping in the attic where it was not like sleeping in a house. No, 
was terrible. It was like sleeping in a barn. Yeah. And it was shortly after we moved to this house, I was uh, sleeping on the sofa, admiring our stack of televisions, <laughs> and I was watching TV. I remember I'm watching. Wait, which one? The top, the middle, or the bottom? The, the top, top one. one. That one okay. has cable. I'm just. I was I'm watching the it. top one. It was after midnight. There was HBO, so Cat House was on. <laughs> I was watching some dude get pegged, and no, um. Yeah, I was watching TV, and then like I, I just kept hearing like, uh, so we had cats. It sounded like cats at the cat box, like uh, you know, just like a scratch, 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 scratch. And I would like mute the TV, and then like listen for it, and it would, of course wouldn't. And then so like I, I just kept hearing it, and so then I went in to tell Kelsey about it, and I was very scared, and I was like, hey, can I sleep in here? Because first you were like, no, like leave me alone. <laughs> Like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking right. idiot. And uh, she threw things at me and spat at me and told me never to come back. And she white fanged me. She, uh, no, and so I go back out of the living room. I was like, okay, fine, I'll just go to sleep. And so then I shut the TV off. I'm laying on the sofa. And it's like I could see it in my mind, a bottle of pills being shaken. It just sounded like exactly like a bottle of pills being shaken. So then I go back to Kelsey. I was like, oh, my God, I hear it. Like, you, you have to hear this. What I remember is after you came in and I was like, fine, you can sleep in here and I'll sleep out on the couch. So then I was out on the couch and I was just laying there and I, I, I heard a noise coming from the bathroom. And our bathroom didn't have any windows. It had a vent to outside and it had the stairway to the attic was in the bathroom as well. But we had also installed a really fantastic stairway <laughs> in the front of the house. We cut a hole in the ceiling in the front of the house. Yeah. So... I heard it, and I remember, like, going up to the bathroom and trying to be quiet, and then I heard it again, and it definitely was coming from the medicine cabinet, so I went back into my room, and I was like, scoot the fuck over, and we slept in my bed because we were chickens of the pills shaking. Chickens of the pills shaking. Yeah. And I swear, I don't know if it was with you or if it was with John, but there was another time where we had heard it, and I was like, that's what... I heard like it was, you know, after the first time I was like trying to like prove like that's mm -hmm. what the hell it was. Yeah. Well, I remember giving you shit because I was like, it's probably just the heater coming on and shaking the blinds or something or the vent in the bathroom getting hit by shit outside or whatever. It was the ghost of your bottle rockets. No, no. The, yes, there was a, a spirit in the tub when I was lighting the bottle rockets. It did not appreciate them going off in there. But I heard the pill shake. And I was like, that's what it was. And then we like went into the bathroom and there was a bottle of ibuprofen in the sink. Oh. Oh, fuck. Proof. Oh, fuck. So this one, this one has to be told. Okay. This one has to be told. This happened in the house that we lived in just previous to the apartment that we're living in. And we had, my husband and I, our bedroom was on the main floor. It was actually supposed to be a dining room but somebody had turned it into a room with a door that slid closed. So that left three bedrooms on the second floor. One was Dawson's, one was uh, Riley's, and one was Ellie's. And Ellie's bedroom was perfectly made for her. The walls were pink. Somebody had hand-drawn uh, or hand-painted some flowers on the walls, and it was just beautiful, the perfect little girl's room. I had already fled the country by now. Right, yes, you had fled the country. Uh, Riley's room was perfect for him because it had blood red walls and black carpet. It was a wanted man. <laughs> so, 
anyway, um, we we moved into this house and almost immediately, if you were sitting in the living room at night, you could hear somebody walking around in Ellie's room and she wasn't in there at the time. Or if she was, we would go up to check because we thought, you know, oh my gosh, she's too little. She needs to be asleep. We're going to go yell at her, whatever, because, you know, that's what I do. And she would be sound asleep in her bed. And that that happened quite frequently. And then there was a night when Jordan spent the night at our house and he was sleeping. You were in Dawson's room. You heard somebody walking up in that hallway upstairs. There were stairs that went up into the attic, but it stopped at the ceiling. There was like it was it was closed off. So there was no way to get up there. It was sealed. But Jordan heard enough that you, I think you went downstairs or something, but you kept hearing somebody walking up those stairs. And it got to the point where Ellie would no longer sleep in her bedroom. She wanted to sleep with Dawson every night. And that room just became like, she didn't even go in there to play with her toys. She refused to go in that room. And of course, nobody else wanted to use it because it was a bright pink room with big flowers on the walls i would have totally rocked that room you would have this would be super cool if riley would interject with any memories that he might have did you ever hear any of the footsteps in ellie's room yes and uh actually quite frequently i would open my door because i heard them and i would look in there because i was like i'm a macho man in high school i could kick a 50 year old ass who's in here to steal my little sister i would open the door frequently late at night and just look in there because I was like, who's walking around in there? Because like if I, like you said, if Ellie was awake, I would absolutely be like, hey, Ellie, go back to bed. Yeah, but no. I have no idea what happened in that room, but um, it was an old house that was a farmhouse uh, originally. And then the city kind of grew around it. So it was now part of the city. Yeah, something happened in that room that wasn't good. Also in this house, uh, there was one time where I had a fold out bed couch next to my bed and I would just kind of put things on it because I didn't really have a reason to use it but there was one time where I didn't have anything on it and I looked over and I just saw somebody laying on it oh wow so I just like rolled over and I was like I'm gonna die tonight and then I woke up in the morning and there was nothing there but it also happened that a few years later I had the same looking person at the foot of my bed up here in Canada while I was living mutually with Anthony and our father yeah, I have some really big problems with seeing people that aren't there. I feel that one. I woke up one morning in that house, and I re- it was actually about 4 a.m. It was the morning. <laughs> and I got up out of bed, and I didn't really know why I was awake until a second later it hit me that I really needed to go to the washroom. I went downstairs quietly because I didn't want to wake up Mom or Johnny. He didn't live in that house. I just quietly went downstairs when suddenly I heard the horn of a semi-truck in the middle of the street. And I looked around because I didn't know why I heard it so clearly until suddenly it crashed through the wall. And I jumped and I hit the deck really hard and just curled up because I was so scared. And I thought that, you know, a semi had just barreled through our house and... I was just paralyzed for a solid few minutes. And then I looked at my hands and I look around and nothing had happened. Whoa. It was all a hallucination. Wow. That house also had a very spooky basement. Spooky basement. Don't do the laundry. It's scary down there. I personally feel like we shared a lot for our first Halloween episode. Yeah, I think we did. I agree. That was fun, guys. That was fun. (laughs) 
now that we've got all of our spooky story business squared away, make sure to follow us on all of our social medias. You can find us by looking up TNDNTK or The Neighbors Don't Need to Know, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform of preference. If you are enjoying the show, please write us a review and tell your friends so that we can find more people to bring into the fam. You can find all sorts of links, including how to contact us and send us your questions or topic suggestions on our website, tndntk.com. And as of today, you can find our Discord invite as well. And uh, remember... One of the keys to living a long life is never to get scared half to death more than once. Talk to you next Saturday. Bye, guys! Bye! Bye. Bye. I'm a spooky spooker. Bye. Spooky scary skeletons and shivers and down my... Copyright strikes. Oh, such a good song.